Waar fruit ze met hoors. Shut up. <laughs> I guess we start with feedback. Yes. I've got a few friends who reached out to me and um, who said they really like the sacred hour idea and they are giving it a trial in their lives as well. So I'll uh, report back on that and see how it went for them. Oh, that's pretty cool. I don't think the, the friend who wanted me to talk about it has listened to the podcast yet because uh, he's been on holiday for a long time. So he's excused for now, but uh, we'll see. For someone uh, that has no friends, you sure have a lot of friends. I don't have any feedback for this. Why did you have to drag my no friends into this? (laughs) I do have friends that are just not uh, in the same country as I am. How's your day been? I know you've been going through a couple of rough days that side. Do you want to tell the listeners about anything related to that? Uh, How do I do that without getting too personal? (laughs) Yeah, it's it's tough, I think. Yeah, it's been... um, it's been a rough few weeks since our last recording. Yeah, I, I basically planned the perfect year and lined up work and contracts and everything. Um, put all of my eggs in one basket, which I don't usually do. And uh, it turns out there was a big hole in this basket and all of my eggs fell out. So now I'm, I'm just scrambling to get everything back on track. Um, it just... Uh, yeah, it just sucks. Taking stock and looking at where I am at the moment and looking at the plans that I have for the future and some of the stuff that we have discussed here, having a DevOps with developers at my disposal will help immensely. Yeah, It's going to help me fast track a lot of things because every single thing that I want to achieve in my life will need some form of code written everything that i want to achieve every idea i want to build it's it's all code oh i see the more good devs i can surround myself with the closer i can get to that goal yeah oh that's interesting way to think about it i've always thought i'll build it myself but now i'm only one person yeah i only have so much time and i'm gonna have to surround myself with people smarter than me to get some of this stuff done. Yeah. And there's so many different branches in uh, development and, and, well, IT as a whole right now. Oh, yeah, it's nuts. There's no way for me to learn everything. If I want to explore VR, I, I need to hire someone to explore VR because I don't have the time to learn everything VR from scratch. And also, I frankly don't have the passion. Um, but that doesn't mean I don't want to explore ideas in VR. Yes, yes. I just don't want to be the guy that has to write the code. So, yeah, my plan is surround myself with smarter people, I guess. That's a good plan. <laughs> I think it's solid. Yeah. Um, it feels like it's time. All of my big life pivots I've made in high stretch situations where my back is against the wall. So maybe this is just the kick up the butt that I needed to pull this one off. The last time I was up with my back against the wall, I pulled an entire 180 on my life and completely changed how I do my work and and our lives changed for the better. So statistically speaking, <laughs> I'm one for one. So uh, let's see if I can go two for two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we did promise 200 episodes. So uh, we'll, we'll be here along the way. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Maybe we start with something lighter then after after the the intense introductions. <laughs> All right, cool. So I did a good thing and then I did a bad thing. Oh, right. That's the most cryptic way I could write. The <laughs> oh, you spent all your money on Amazon and then... Oh, that's a good thing. What's the bad thing? <laughs> no, 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 no. That, that wouldn't be a good thing or a bad thing. But that almost happened, basically. But we'll ignore that part. So the good thing is I bought myself the Philips U starter kit of uh, smart bulbs. And uh, I got them on the Sunday that I moved into my new place. And I pretty much spent the whole day playing with them, teaching Siri how to uh, fade them in and out and setting up routines. I'm still tweaking the routines. This morning I um, adjusted the wake up one a bit later because I felt it was waking me up too effectively. (laughs) And I I, um, overcomplicated the nighttime one even more. I'm having so much fun playing with the stupid lights. It's ridiculous. Right. So it's the bad thing. Yeah, the bad thing is you gave me an Apple Watch Series 1, which I thought, you know, I'm going to give it a fair try. So I've been wearing it the whole time. Um, I wasn't completely sold on it. And then when I moved to the UK, I got Apple Pay on it. So it's basically you double tap the one button and then it loads up your card and you can hold your watch close to any card machine and it pays for the transaction like immediately. Mm -hmm. So then I thought, okay, wait a minute, there's something here. If I don't have to even have a wallet with me, so a wallet's not part of my everyday carry anymore. If I don't even have to have a wallet, then this is starting to, uh, to become a useful thing in my life. Then I got the smart lights and everything is controlled via Siri on my arm, except that version of the Apple Watch does not have raised to speak. So I thought, okay, it's fine. I can I can live with this for a little bit. It was about, I want to say two hours and I was at the Apple store <laughs> on a Sunday <laughs> and I bought myself the <laughs> Apple Watch Series 3, 42 millimeter. <laughs> And oh, it's so good. It's good. It's so good. It's good. I am finally sold on the Apple Watch. All it took was me actually having to start using Siri. Now I'm pretty much using Siri for everything. So <laughs> this morning after my workout, I walked into my room and I went, Hey, Siri, turn on the lights. And my one Apple Watch on my arm, my phone, and my tablet, I could see all of the screens going on. <laughs> Like, I'm in a world of voice commands. <laughs> so yeah, that's the bad thing. I uh, impulse bought a new Apple Watch and I'm enjoying it way too much. <laughs> well, that's not too bad. If, if it brings you enjoyment and it improves your life, then why not? <laughs> well, you see, there's another thing I bought, which I shouldn't have, but it was part of your health club. I uh, bought a smart scale that has Bluetooth that links to my phone. So uh, I still need to buy one. (laughs) So now every morning when I weigh myself, it plays me a little song and I can see like a whole bunch of stats, which I know it's just making up on the spot. (laughs) But I thought, you know what? I've been reading so many books about how technology and app developers and stuff like that influence our brains using pretty much gambling mechanics. Mm -hmm. I thought, you know, I'm going to I'm going to use this to my advantage. I'm going to buy the scale that has the free app that gamifies losing weight and getting into shape. So now I'm a part of the gambling addiction. <laughs> uh, so which one did you get? Did you get the Fitbit? Or so the... I went to Amazon and I just went like smart scale and it was the first one that popped up. I think it's like, I think it's called H-City? E-T-E-K? City or something like that? Yeah, I've had the, the Fitbit one in my wish list for so long. I just like 
every time I need to buy, it's like, oh, I'm going to drop that money on this now. There's more important things to buy this month. Yeah, it's absolutely pointless. But a normal scale is like nine pounds. And this one was 20 or something. Oh, okay. So it's it's double the price. I went, mean, yeah, sure. I'll double the price for gambling addiction. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you gotta gamify everything you love. Exactly. That's how you. That's how you get stuff done these days. It really is. It really is. <laughs> Speaking of getting something done, hmm. I got something done behind your back. What did you get done? And I am so glad you haven't figured it out yet, because if you have, then you would have known what I was talking about immediately. So I want you live on the podcast to open a new browser in your computer, whatever you have, and go to. Coda.io, as you may know, in a not logged in state, preferably, because you need to visit the templates section. Okay, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right. Okay, where do I go? I'm on the homepage now. Then go to templates. And then there's a little search bar. I want you to type in their podcast. <gasps> Dude. Dude. No ways. <laughs> Buddy. You can click on it. I did. Dude. Oh, okay. Here we will see for the listener. Now you read it to the listener. Hold on. I'm in shock. <laughs> uh, podcast outline template. This podcast outline template, Virally Productive, gives podcast creators a way to plan and manage your podcast episodes. And then at the bottom, you will see about the maker, Daniel van der Merwe. And uh, I stole your Twitter picture and also your Twitter bio. Farm-raised, full-stack developer and podcaster at Relatively Productive. But I am a bit disappointed. Why Why are you not uh, one of the people with credits on this one? <laughs> well, that's where it comes in, right? So I was on the Coda website the other day, probably planning for the podcast, writing something down. And that little AI bot thing they have in their bottom right, the chat, Yeah. it popped up and it's like, do you want to submit this template? So I went, yeah, sure. And I clicked on it. And it sent an email to a, a guy called Al at the Coda HQ. And he's been um, helping me submit the template. Well, I say he's been helping me. He did all of it. I just convinced him that I, even though I'm submitting it, it should be you who gets credit for it because you did 95% <laughs> of the work. And also he's not allowed to tell me. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm not sure how he believed me. Maybe it's my cunning, uh, what's the word again? Oh, well, I'm, I'm still lost for words. Convincing skills? I don't know. But that is why I decided that we have to record today. We cannot postpone because every day I was sitting here going, oh, I hope he doesn't find it. I hope no one messages him and goes, hey, is this okay if we put this on the website? Dude. Because yesterday they sent another email to everyone in the competition all of the makers hey jacob it's evan here from coda and he's like hey thanks for submitting the document do you want to put it in the gallery which is where that one is now i replied him immediately going hey yeah thanks um it's actually already there also please don't tell Daniel about it <laughs> So thanks, Coda, for being in on it. You guys are cool. Oh, that's so <laughs> awesome. Oh, thanks, buddy. That's really cool. It's a pleasure. Uh, this has made my day. This is very cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm glad. I'm glad then. It's been so difficult not just messaging you and going, uh, hey, look what I did. I appreciate it. <laughs> That's why the note in the document is is podcasting is weird because usually I'm the type of person who would really enjoy immediately sending that to someone. But having to wait this whole time, like, I've got this really cool thing I want to show you, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Man, really, thanks. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just fucking staring at now. <laughs> <laughs> close it, close it. It's not going to go. Okay, anymore. okay, cool. Uh, don't worry. See, I am still a doer. That's I'm not true. just an idea guy now. I can still do things. That's true. I honestly did nothing. I clicked on the thing that said yes once and then <laughs> convinced Al. Thanks, Al. Shout out. Yeah, Al. Thanks a lot, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> that That's like, we're going to have to end the podcast on that because like anything that I bring up now is going to be subpar. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, this isn't going to happen a lot. <laughs> I think the star is just allowed. Oh. oh, that's very cool. That's really made my week. <laughs> this is uh, definitely our highlight. <laughs> um, I just realized that I could have just, I could have made my coffee update part of feedback. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's the verdict? Um, well, I actually haven't checked the stats because I thought I will check it now. Ooh, nice. After our last recording, um, I did decide in the end, okay, it's a little bit too much coffee. Um, I'm going to have to make some changes and reduce it a little bit because it was, I was averaging about five cups a day and that's pretty much, I wouldn't drink that much coffee over weekends. So over weekends I would have like one or two cups a day and then still average five cups a day over, you know, the whole period. Oh, right, right, yeah. So the change that I've made now, we recorded... Sorry, I should have actually prepped this. I didn't think it was going to be this hard. Can I add elevator music again? I really enjoyed that. I really liked the elevator music. I really liked it. It was so cool. All right, we'll have elevator music again. So it's 46 cups that I had since the 4th. And I've, so I've brought my average consumption per day down to 3.2 cups. Hey, that's quite an improvement. Yeah, so basically what I did, the only things that I did is similar to what you do is I don't drink coffee straight first thing in the morning anymore. Yeah. I wait until I get to the office at least. And now obviously because I'm getting up early for gym, when I get to the office, I've been up since 4, 20 past 4. And then by the time I get to the office, which is like 8, I so I haven't had any coffee then. So then I have my first cup and I don't drink any coffee after 2 p.m. Um... Yeah, so basically three to four cups a day. That's good. And I can already feel it could also be the exercise, but I can feel like um, I have a little bit more energy and I have more control over my energy. So now, even after this little while, if I feel a bit tired, drinking a cup of coffee actually helps me. <laughs> it actually wakes me up a bit. Where in the past, like it's just another cup. I'm already on that caffeine high. <laughs> yeah. It's not really making any difference. <laughs> yeah, so it's actually been good. Um, I'm going to keep on with this. I'm just going to keep those two rules in place, which is um, no coffee until I get to the office and no coffee after two. And if I manage to squeeze in eight cups between eight and two, then I bloody deserve it because that's insane. <laughs> <laughs> Hey listener, thanks for taking the time to join us here on Relatively Productive. You're awesome. If you're enjoying the show, we would really appreciate it if you left a review on your podcast player of choice and dropped in on Reddit to discuss the episode. The link is in the show notes. So this episode, I thought we could get into goal planning a bit um, and talk about you know how to set good goals and how to break things down in a way that it's more achievable because I've on a high level talked about my goal setting and how I manage it in previous episodes and I've touched on it in some of my blog posts and basically the gist of it is that 
I split my year into four 13-week cycles. I rarely set more than three goals for a goal cycle for a single 13-week cycle. So a 13-week cycle can have up to three goals and each one of those goals in a different life area, which we've also discussed before. Um, So it would be a relationship goal or it'll be a health goal or a friendship goal or, you know, Oh, friendship goal. That sounds... Squad goals. <laughs> <laughs> I have a friendship goal. <laughs> um, it actually, it's very easy to break down from there because you know you've got 13 weeks and a 13-week cycle is roughly three months. So that means you need a progress goal or progress check-in for every month. So at the end of every month, you need to check in. Are you making progress to your current three-month goal cycle? Um, and those progress goals are then split into tasks and habits. Um, in the past, I've also played around with challenges. So I will set the challenge for the month, which we've also touched on, I think, before in an episode, because that's just a different way of framing it. Yeah, yeah. And that's usually if you're trialing a new habit or if it's something that's really difficult, you know, don't think of it as a habit that's long term. Think of it as a temporary challenge that you're attempting. Yeah, I love the 30 day challenge. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. It's a worthwhile exercise and I, I really advise people to to challenge themselves um, every now and then. Oh, yes. And then for defining tasks and habits, um, I use a method called the 20 mile march, which I don't know if you've heard of it before. No, I'm learning here. (laughs) So there's a there's a book by Jim Collins called Great by Choice. And in this book, he writes about these two guys, Amundsen and Scott, who led a Uh, expedition race to the South Pole in 1911. I'm just going to TLDR here and give you the really short version. Okay. Basically what happened is Scott's team every day walked as far as they can um, when the weather is good. And then when it was bad weather, they rested up and tried to conserve energy. Whereas Amundsen's team adhered to a very strict regimen of consistent progress and they walked exactly 20 miles every day no matter the weather. Okay. And uh, long story short, Amundsen's team made it there and back on schedule and uh, Scott's entire team died. <laughs> okay. So the, that's a rough lesson to learn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. That's a bit of a... <laughs> and this is for realsies. This really happened. It <laughs> died for realsies. Yeah. So basically what it comes down to is you, if you have a goal and you break that into, down into milestones. Um, so like Amundsen created a plan for the entire thing and he worked out that they had to walk 20 miles every single day and they'll make it yeah he did the math and he worked it out and that was the plan right and if they stick to this plan they will make it no doubt about it they will make it as long as they do this every single day yeah so i try to do something similar um and i've used this for all of my goals for the last i don't even know how many years now um where you just try to break everything down to its smallest form and something like if you want to lose 10 kilograms right yeah then you need to decide okay but what does that mean what is my progress milestone for to lose 10 kilograms in the next three months so that's a goal cycle so for the goal cycle lose 10 kilograms yeah yeah so you're going to try and lose five the first month and then you're going to try and do three the second month and you want to do two the last month Right. Yeah. So that would be your check-ins. So every month you check in, okay, did I lose the five that I wanted to, to lose? 
for your actions, what is your daily actions? So you need to decide what is that? Does that mean 30 minutes of cardio three times a week? Gymming uh, five times a week? What 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 are you going to do every day consistently or every week consistently to reach that goal? And that obviously it's eating healthy and all that kind of stuff. But you need to break it down to literally like I'm going to do 30 minutes of cardio every Monday, Wednesday and Friday or something, you know? Yeah, something concrete. And you know, right, I worked out if I do this every single week for the next 13 weeks i will reach my goal because you worked that out yeah you need to do all of the planning and put in a lot of time into your planning so by the time that you start with this plan with this working towards this goal you trust in the plan you trust 100 percent that this plan is correct and following this plan will get you to the goal and even if it doesn't get you to the goal it's going to get you close yeah um you will for sure make progress there's no way not to make progress and that's basically the gist of of how i do my goal planning if that kind of makes sense yeah that's that's very interesting i'm learning a lot here (laughs) as another example say you have a company and you've got a hundred customers and you want to add another hundred customers so your progress goals will then you'll split that hundred into like a smaller achievable amounts, yeah. maybe less the first month, a little bit more the second month, and then double the third month or something. So that adds up to a hundred. Yeah. And then your action will be to send out 50 cold emails every day for the next three months, right? Yeah. You're going to get responses. If you're sending 50 new cold mails to someone new every single day, you're going to get hits. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're going to get results. You have to get results. Like there's no way not to get results. Yeah. There's a whole other psychology thing there tied to that where if you're getting those consistently, that can be very demotivating. I can see that. So there are tricks to get around that where you basically tell yourself that you're looking for the nose so chase the no actually go all out to find a no (laughs) because then it becomes a game so gamify it like we do everything in our lives yes because then the no isn't as harsh you you kind of just power through it but yeah so when you're setting your your actions though when you're working out your 20 mile march um and what that is you just need to in the old ways make sure that you set clear markers for yourself to check yourself against to make sure that am i where i'm supposed to be now at the end of this week am i now where i'm supposed to be at the end of this month and just keep checking in on yourself um the other thing to do is to add constraints uh-huh. you have to rein yourself in because if you're like don't say i'm gonna send as many emails as i can today i'm gonna send emails until i drop dead <laughs> because then tomorrow you're gonna be burnt out and you're not gonna send any emails yeah and then you're gonna get out of the habit so set yourself a constraint i'm gonna send 50 emails every day and that's it nothing more even if i feel like i can do more don't do more just do what you said you're gonna do and stick to it and just do that this is blowing my mind i never do that i always just go on feeling and then yeah burn myself out pretty much yeah um and i run into this if i don't keep reminding myself about this uh regularly i do the same thing i burn myself out um the thing is like if you only if you're gonna go as far as you can on the good weather days um you're gonna you're gonna burn yourself out and then on the bad weather days you're gonna say you know what i'm gonna give myself a break because bad weather yeah but that burnout stacks 
over time. Oh yeah. And burnout's no joke. Burnout, yeah, we've we've all been there. And it absolutely kills your productivity. Yes. So the more productive thing to do is to take steady, consistent action. And um yeah, another thing is make sure that that it's uh something that's achievable and within your control so don't set yourself a goal that's that's outside of your control make sure that you can actually achieve it that doesn't mean it has to be easy yeah but if you're going to set yourself up for an impossible goal you're setting yourself up for failure which is demotivating um it depends on the type of person you are as well you need to know yourself and i know you know yourself and i but a lot of people don't. So you get the type of person who's motivated by an impossible goal, like Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not Elon Musk, but I'm also leaning towards that. I like aiming high, because then if you miss, you're still doing pretty fine, actually. Yeah. That's just my motto, usually. Yeah, and I I largely agree. I have set impossible goals for myself as well, and I have sometimes overshot them and sometimes not made the mark, but made really good progress. Yeah. Um, but you need to know what kind of person you are. If that will demotivate you into not trying again. Yeah, no, don't. Maybe start with something smaller. Yeah. Maybe start with something that is within your control and achievable. You don't want to set yourself up for failure. Yeah, the whole point of this is to set yourself up for success. So do, do right, play it safe. Exactly. And then inherently this system forces yourself to put a time frame on it. Um, so make sure that you don't, well, the first few times you're going to do that, you're going to vastly overestimate how much you can get done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's human nature. It happens. We're horrible with seeing the future. So you kind of, over time, will find the balance. You'll find balance of what you can achieve within a three-month cycle. And then you always want to set it like a little bit further. The carrot and the stick. Yeah, because... You want to you wanna be able to manage, but, but you also want to have that eustress, you know? Yeah, yeah. The drive. Yeah, there needs to be some kind of drive. And then um, this, is, this is something that a lot of people forget. A goal is only a goal if you set it for yourself. You cannot achieve a goal that has been set for you by someone else. That makes a lot of sense. It's just we're not designed that way. That's why most companies with how they run KPI systems and stuff, it doesn't work because even though they get people to set their own goals, it's goals that are imposed on them by the company. Yeah, sort of nudged like this would be a good goal for you if you're interested exactly. in it. That, that is exactly what happens. And humanly, we're not wired that way. You're not going to achieve a goal that was set for you by someone else. If it's not something that you want, if it's not something that you want to achieve, you're not going to make that goal. Um, there are ways to run these KPI systems and run proper companies in a way where you can have someone set their own goals and it is to their own benefit and the benefit of the company. Yeah. I'm just saying to everyone out there setting goals, like make sure that you care about your goal because if you don't care about your goal, you're setting yourself up for failure as well. You're going to get a weekend and you're going to lose interest and you're going to go look for the next thing. That's very true. It's good advice. I'm, um, I'm learning a lot. That's basically it. That's kind of my, my tips for setting goals and how to manage proper goal cycles and fit it into a, a proper structure that fits into one year 
I think um, as an experiment, I might be willing to try actually writing down a goal or three goals for three months and then doing something with them every month, which will be the first time I've done anything like that since somewhere in university. So yeah, I'll give it a shot for the podcast. Awesome. And I've got an expert mentor <laughs> with me, so might as well. I don't know. It's Goals are a difficult thing for me because I'm sort of a, like I said earlier, I'm a pie in the sky dreamer. So I pretty much just aim the cannon in a direction. So it would be good to have a think and actually make something actionable that's not just like two years or three years out, you know, something for this year, like by my birthday, because I've still got like six months left. Easy. Yeah, I think I'll have a think. Actually, that brings me to what I just wanted to say. Uh, we're not we're not built to plan our lives five years ahead. We can't see that far ahead. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can have a vague vision of what you want to get to, but the furthest that we can reliably plan our lives is three months. Like, there's so much that happens. And what when you start doing this, you will be surprised how much changes in three months. It is insane. You go back through your journal and like how you've kept track of, of everything every day and and you're like, I cannot believe all of this happened in three months. But it helps having a system. Yeah, that's that's a good thing, I think. Um, but what I'll do is I'll I'll send you a link to um, a journal called the Self Journal. I can't I can't journal. It's impossible. <laughs> uh, so this is a different kind of journal. Okay. I suggest just taking a look at it. I will. I will taking a look at the at the website. I'll send you the link for best self journal. You can put the link in the show notes as yes. well. Um, for anyone that's into productivity and wants to start using the system that I use, um, mine is an adapted version of their system that they use in the best self journal. Ah, okay. Basically, what I've explained now is pretty much theirs. I have a few things over the years that I've kind of added and made my own um but we'll get to that in later episodes yeah sure then i'll also have some feedback um i just said i can't journal because i've tried a million different times and it never sticks so i don't really want to invest the time anymore <laughs> but i will look into their thing and see if there's a way i can do it sort of on a weekly bi-weekly basis that could be doable for me at this point right i must say i've also been actually using my ipad and the apple pencil to plan a few things out i found a new app it's called concepts so the whole idea behind it is it's an infinite canvas so you can just write and write and write and write and it's got layers and so you can copy layers and just move it to the side and duplicate things oh it's just that is very cool my brain is screaming with joy every time i plan in there so i've been using that to do a lot of ux mock-ups and stuff like that while i've been uh, at art museums and whatever and feeling inspired so i'll see if i can get your uh, your journal idea in there somewhere that's actually very cool yeah i love the infinite canvas it's just it's just like i've, I've been trying so many writing apps on the ipad because i've always got it with me mm. and all of them i just feel so limited like i just want to write next to this bit because this bit was cool and i want to go on a tangent there but then i can't but this is just like no you can you can go forever if you want that is pretty cool at one point i was looking for i was looking specifically for infinite canvas apps I don't recall seeing this one ever though. 
It's also the first time I've seen it a couple of weeks ago and I, I decided to try it, which is actually strange for me and I've just been very happy. For the other genre of app that I've been looking for forever and I haven't found a decent one yet is mind mapping apps. Um, I think the last time, I haven't actually opened it in so long, let me just check what was the last one I was using, was called um, MindNode, which is decent enough, but it's just not... It's not there. It's just not there. No, it's like just not great. But also, I don't know if my problem is the app or if my problem is a resistance to mind mapping. It feels like mind mapping should make sense to my brain. (laughs) Yeah. And things should just pour out, but then it doesn't. I think it's because... I want to... You need the thing you've been wanting to build forever. Yeah, I need my my personal knowledge base. That's what I need. Yep, yep. That is the one. Yeah. And I'm not making time to work on it um, because other things just have a higher priority always. One day. Speaking of higher priorities, working on things, um, I have been working on Division 2 of the Relatively Productive Dashboard API. I saw. And now... People can have very many daily goals. That is very cool. Which uh, I am personally excited for. Um, you worked on the front end a little bit. I, I did. Uh, last I checked. It's it's getting there. It's looking good. Um, I'm going to... I've already started reining myself in, not to add all of the features right now. Um, yeah, it's getting there. Yeah, I don't want to make promises now. Yeah, no, no, no. That's fine. We are working on it. Don't worry. We are working on it. But I do have a few other uh, pressing concerns <laughs> at the moment that I need to see to. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm really excited to get something out there though. It'd be cool because at the moment I'm, I'm logging all of my gym time, but I don't have a way to, uh, to actually see it visually. Oh yeah, yeah. Visually is a nice thing. On like a dashboard. So it would be cool if I can have my little crossing off the days every day that I reached my goal of gymming yeah. automatically picked up from toggle it's gonna to be cool so speaking of the gymming how is uh how is your uh oh, is it a health club check-in time how's the health club going <laughs> i uh, used the bag of dreams once and then i moved to the new place and at the new place there is a 24-hour gym like across the street basically so i signed up for that and i have been there every day that i needed to be since oh wow Nice. I very almost didn't go this morning because I uh, knew I'm going to be in the office super late tonight. So it would be nice to go in later this morning and just have a lie in. But then I thought of you keeping me accountable and me not wanting to have to say, no, I didn't make it this morning because I was lazy. <laughs> so I went to the gym. It's it's fine. I, I do enjoy the new gym. It's space agey. Like there's no staff really. You, they give you a code and then you put it in this futuristic door that looks like one of those scanners in um, in Star Trek. Mm-hmm. So you, like, you put in the thing and then it turns like, and then you go in the middle and then it turns again and then magic, you're inside of a gym. Oh, wow. Pretty cool. How's your, uh, your health club? Yeah, it's going good. Um, been at the gym every weekday since last week, Monday. Nice. Doing a like full body routine. So we've got a back day and there's a leg day and there's a uh, Wednesdays, which is just a 30 minute run and then steam <laughs> in the steam room, which is great. Ah, nice. So it's, it's going well. It's actually, first week was hell. 
was so sore <laughs> but this week's just it's going better so far i'm not as sore it's already a lot better i can't believe the difference from last week to this week um even though i upped the weights and everything i'm i'm actually i'm feeling great this week nice yeah it's been easy because i have a accountability buddy that i i need to pick him up at his house at 10 to 5 every morning and then we go to the gym and uh, i drop him off again and i go home and i need to be home before seven because that's when my wife leaves for work so there's a little bit of a time constraint on there as well so it's it's nice yeah uh tomorrow unfortunately my buddy is away for the weekend so they're leaving tomorrow so tomorrow i need to go gym alone take your headphones you'll be fine yeah i'm not looking forward to it i I just i don't like going to the gym alone you'll be fine don't worry about it no one cares they're all busy the people there they're so big and mean oh they're the friendliest most helpful people ever usually you get like one mean guy and everyone's like who's that mean guy so i still have um accountability and obviously you're also exercising so yes yes i need to next time we record feedback and say that i did go <laughs> uh we can do the observation club <gasps> have you have you been observing life in general <laughs> that's the thing i forgot so uh, okay. i said i did i said i was gonna bundle it in yeah yeah but now i forgot what the link was hold on <laughs> i wrote it down somewhere oh it's okay it's no pressure in the observation club um i've also not got as interesting one this week and it's gonna it's gonna fall with the homework i want to give people if you've got netflix i think it's on all the netflixes probably because it's a netflix series that's called our planet um it's about you guessed it our planet i want every single human being to watch the show it is ridiculously good i don't even like animal shows and things about creatures swimming and ice and whatever like i don't care about that because there's nothing actionable for me in there but the show is just it's so mesmerizing like i look at this thing and i feel like my education has been a failure (laughs) like how do i not know there is what was it called there's like a seal with an elephant's trunk on its face basically like a tiny trunk it's like an elephant seal like how did i not know those exist how did I not know there's this weird dolphin-looking thing with a massive unicorn horn on top of its head that swims in the in the South Pole now and again? Like, what is this? Why did they try and teach me about extinct fish in a river that was the first to be found like in the 1800s? I don't care. Show me that. I, I just realized I do have something for Observation Club now that you're talking about the animals. Yes. I found out, and I felt like an idiot, but I found out did you know there is no such animal as a panther? Like the black panther or origin creature thing? Doesn't like, exist. Oh, ah, really? Panther doesn't exist. Yeah, so the wiki literally has panther legendary creature. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so basically a black panther doesn't exist. A black panther is a melanistic color variant of any big cat species. Ah. So black panthers in Asia and Africa are leopards. And those in the Americas are jaguars. Blowing my mind. <laughs> uh, a jaguar is literally like a leopard with melanism. It's blowing my mind. <laughs> I've lived my entire life <laughs> thinking a black panther is an animal. Yeah, it's like a, it's its own type of thing, no? 
okay. That's just a melanistic, like big cat variant. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. That literally blew my mind. Um, and some of this, I'll actually, I'll send you this link. You can put this in your show notes. Sure. You can actually, on on some of these, the one photo there, you can see the the spots of the leopard. I'm, I'm pulling it up. Uh, yeah, I, okay. That's, that's dumb. I don't like this at all. But what surprises me is how I went my entire life not knowing. Yeah, that's uh, the world we live in. So... Homework, listener, go watch Our Planet. Go watch it as slow or as quickly if you want, doesn't matter. I, I've been watching it for like a week and I'm only on episode two. I watched like 15 minutes at, in a section. I think episode is like an hour. Every single episode so far has blown my mind multiple times. It, it's just it's just incredible. I'll give it a watch. It's like fiction. Like half of the times I can't believe these animals exist. Like what do they do for a living? <laughs> swim around looking like that? What do you eat? How are you not eaten? <laughs> I thought like we're extinguishing species faster than we're naming babies Kim and North and West and stuff. <laughs> there is some hope for us after all, perhaps. It's small hope, but it's some hope. <laughs>